This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Here every week, win, lose or draw. Talking all things United. This is the United People's Podcast. Good afternoon, evening, morning, everybody. United People's Podcast here with another episode. It's me, it's Alex and it's Bal. And uh, yeah, well, we've got some serious talking points to discuss. We're going to speak about Mason Greenwood after Manchester United's announcement that he will be leaving the club. We're going to run through the statement from the club. We're going to run through Richard Arnold's statement. Uh, and we're going to speak about it. Do, whether we whether we think it's the right decision, do we think whether do we think the public opinion forced it? What was the driver? What do we think about the process? Is this the end of it? There are still a lot of questions, and we'll speak about it all. We'll speak about the Spurs game yeah, briefly, and then we'll speak about the Forest game a little bit of a preview. Boys, how you doing? Yeah, good mate. Good. Um, trying to think what day of the week it was. That's how bad it is. Monday. Well, it's Monday, it's mate. Monday, 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 it's definitely yeah. Monday. Lang, how are you yeah, doing? You're sitting Monday. in your garden right now. Having, fair, having a great time. Yeah, it's another nice evening. Another nice evening. I, I probably won't be sitting out here uh, in January, pal. But <laughs> no, while it's warm, it's, it... I'm outside. I'm an outside kind of guy. I'm an outside cat, you know. <laughs> get, get your John Watson coat out. <laughs> I'll be all right in the cold, look, I think. It's just the fist pissing down. That's, uh, not, it doesn't work you... with a Yeti microphone, does it, really? What, a cat with a Yeti? Well, I thought we were talking about wolves today. Oh, God. This has been a weird one. Last yeah. week, you started talking about wolves migrating back into Scotland, and this week, you're talking about cats and yetis. Well, I just said that you shouldn't have a yeti microphone if it's pissing down with rain, Sam, and you've taken it. Oh, thanks, mate. Taken it. Sorry. Well, we'll leave it there, and we'll, after that, probably the worst intro we'll ever do to a podcast, we'll speak about, <laughs> um, speak about something that we've all been waiting for for a long time. Well, six, seven months, isn't it? Um, seven months since uh, Mason Greenwood had the, jar- the charges dropped by the CPS. Man United started their internal investigations and now concluded it. Now, <clears throat> I'm sure you've all read the statements. I won't read the full statements out because, well, it'll be a very long podcast and it will be just me reading through the statements. But you know what's happened uh, and I want to speak to you both, both of you to find out what you think about it. So Man United's official statement said, Man United has concluded its internal investigation into the allegations made against him. Uh, And this is probably the most important point they said. Well, there's two points, really. 
Based on the evidence available to us, we have concluded that the material posted online did not provide a full picture and that Mason did not commit the offences in respect of which he was originally charged. That said, as Mason publicly acknowledges, he has made mistakes which he has taken responsibility for. All those involved, including Mason, recognise the difficulties with him recommencing his career at United, and it has therefore been mutually agreed that it would be most appropriate for him to do so away from Old Trafford, and we will now work with Mason to achieve that outcome. So, Man United saying there, there's more that you haven't heard, and as far as we're concerned, he's not no mention of guilt or innocence there, but he did not commit the offences in respect of which he was originally charged. But enough for United to not want him around at the club anymore. So, Bao, I'll come to you first. The statement in itself, for me, feels, I don't know, ever so slightly contradictory. I, th- I think, for me, there's just, right now, for him to come back, there's just way too too much heat involved. Like we saw it last week um, on the back of the, the leak news that United were planning on bringing him back um, and what's followed um, and the level of outrage um, and disappointment from fans um, across the board, really. Uh, the vast the vast majority of the fans, should we say. Um, but yeah, it, on one hand, as you just pointed out, you're saying, well, we believe and we've got reason to believe and we've got evidence to believe that he hasn't committed those thingies. But I think their threshold of taking the stance is, is a lot lower than obviously what the um, um, CPS, the British, yeah, the British uh, justice system is. Um, I, for one, don't think it's the end of the matter in terms of him never playing for United again. I think it's a case of go elsewhere, be in contract or under contract or we sell you. I mean, he even said he goes, a part of me will always be United. And I think whether he goes abroad or not, I think the the heat will just die down on it. They'll become, you'll see them out in public again. You see them with their with their child and you're, then you can say, who knows? And I think maybe he deserves to get his career back on, on track somewhere. Um, I think we all agreed it can't be United right now. Um, but the whole pro- the way the whole thing has been handled from the club's point of view, it just, scheme- just screams mediocrity from the very top in terms of leadership and how it's been handled. Like, it's taken them 18 months to re- reach this conclusion. Yeah, well, <clears throat> Alex, like, following on from that, um, Richard Arnold also released a letter to the fans uh, where he tried to sort of explain a bit of the process. And I'm just going to read out one excerpt from this. Not going to read the whole the whole thing because it's fucking massive. But he said, while we were unable to access certain evidence for reasons we respect, the evidence we did collate led us to conclude that Mason did not commit the acts he was charged with. Same thing as the Man United official statement said. I'm restricted as to what I can say for legal reasons, including the alleged victim's ongoing right to anonymity. But I'm able to share the following with you, which should give you some insight into the complexity of this case. The alleged victim requested the police drop their investigation in April 2022. If I remember correctly, up until this point, I think the CPS just said that a witness pulled out. I don't think they actually linked that to the alleged victim. I think think that's why he's saying that. And he also said, we were provided with alternative explanations for the audio recording, which was a short excerpt from a much longer recording and for the images posted online, which of course is new information, right? What's your obviously? What's your take on on the decision? 
But also, I want to speak about that part there because it's always been that part. I said it last week. It's been that audio recording. For me, that's been the, the thing that stuck in my head. If there's more to it, that is... The, what what could there possibly be? I think we spoke about it's like what are the angles? It could be I don't know. There's longer, no, there's no point a, speculating about what what it, what it could mean. But if if there's more to it that um, lessens the seriousness of, of of what it sounds like and what it looks like went on, i.e., the coercion and sort of attempted rape and then the the violence from that we saw from the pictures. If there's more to it that lessens the seriousness of that. We really ought to have, have heard about it and, and seen it a, a long, long time ago. Um, you know, it's, a, it's really a sad sort of conclusion that uh, this lad, who's the probably the second most promising uh, or the most promising product of the academy since Pogba, uh, has come through such great promise and then is leaving the club under this cloud. It, that's kind of the overwhelming sense that I get. It's sort of I'm, I'm glad that there is a conclusion. I'm glad that we don't have to talk as much about it now. But um, you know, it's the, the 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 content of that statement leaves questions unanswered. Still, it hasn't closed the book on the actual goings on, and uh, I just I just question why it's so cloak and dagger. If the uh, the evidence and the findings you know, lessens the impact of what, what went on. I, I'm confused. I, by that. I, I, I think that's more as a result of the complexity of the case, given the, what legally United can say, what Mason Greenwood can say, given the rights of the, the alleged victim. Yeah. Um, but presumably, presumably it, her and he are a partnership now. Right. And they're together. They've got a child. They're living together. You know, we don't know any more information. You know, we don't know how happy their relationship is, et cetera, et cetera, and how much trust there is in that relationship or whatever. But, you know, you'd have to assume that they're on the same page here. They want the same thing. They've decided to move on with their lives as a couple. And if if the recordings, if there's more, if there's enough more to it, i.e. the blood wasn't caused directly by deliberate violence or whatever, then we should have heard about it from, from them. And the fact that we haven't leaves it. The pictures could the pictures pictures could relate to anything really. Um, I mean, it could be her dressing up a fancy dress, or it could be related to anything else. It doesn't mean necessarily mean he's done it. It's the audio that is that that has done this. Yeah, the indication. No audio t- the indication <laughs> is that it's caused by him, though, right? That's that. yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's no you can't cloak and dagger prove that. That, that but if she, sat, but if, she, if she sat there and, and was holding his hand, like I was sort of tongue in cheek, we're talking about last week with a golden retriever and Dan Walker or whatever, you know, <laughs> if she came out and said, listen, like, you know, we were going through a terrible time, things were awful, blah, 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 under a lot of pressure. And she gave an explanation that was contrary to what, what everyone in the press and what everyone in, in public thinks, that would <laughs> go some way to exonerating him. But obviously that's, that's sure. not forthcoming. It's... As a victim, should she have to do that? Just no, so he no, can... no, no. Of course not. Of no, course so not, but so that's the thing. It's so it's so so complex. But that's so... that's what I'm saying. It doesn't jive with, you know, you, as a victim. Of course, she doesn't. She's she's not obliged. She's not. She shouldn't feel com- compelled to put herself in the public eye. She's not a public person. Obviously, she's a private person. But obviously, the accusations went public. The the consequences of that are that. One of England and United's most promising footballers ever has probably probably kicked a ball for the last time in the country. That's the consequence of it. I don't, I don't think that's the case at all. Oh, I don't know. He's he's twenty one. By I think 
by 23, he's going to be back playing in well, this country. Go, go Juve on a free we, and then we'll sign him back for 130 million in a couple of years. What, what, <laughs> what, like I said, it's right now, United have got him under contract at 75 grand a week. Keeping him at 75 grand a week isn't the be all and end all. You you can go there, you could pay half his wages. You could go and play in Europe. He'll get a Champions League team without a shadow of a doubt. 100%, um, 100% he's just going to go on loan to somewhere in Italy and Turkey. He'll be forgotten about in about a year. I personally don't think he's going to play in England again. I, I would I would think the Man United are probably going to be selling him in a year after a loan. I, I, I'm just thinking more from the fact that he's an English lad. Not many English players go abroad at the age of 21 and never come back and play in this country again. And not many English lads at the age of 21 are at the centre of yeah. uh, a, a rape and coercion accusation. Well, professional footballers, should you say. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but but that's done now. That that chapter's closed. It's not in the eyes still of together. the British public opinion, though. Like any, you know, three or four seasons it, from from now, say Aston Villa sign him, they still have to face the public backlash for that. A lot of which will be a lot of which will be far less educated than what we are on the situation. But, but, but Alex, right right now, right now, it's it's fresh in everyone's mind. If we over the next course of the next three, two three years see pictures of. Him playing in Europe, see pictures with his with his family. You know what? Somebody else it'll be it's it'll be it's yesterday's news. People will be finding news something something else to be outraged about. Well, I, I, I don't know. I, I, people, what, people don't forget I, these I, like these days, Bow. Yeah, Bow. I, I get I get your logic, Bow. But there's there's a fuck all chance that this just becomes water under a bridge and gets forgotten about. It's not it's not like he missed a penalty in the FA Cup final and the rival fans won't let him forget about that. It's, this is something wholly different. So I agree it will get slightly forgotten about and it will get lessened to a bit, but it will always be the first thing. I, I just I genuinely like hope he finds a, a, a good supportive environment ASAP, whether that's wherever that is, if that's down a division or, I mean, you said Champions League, I don't know. Like, that's quite a high bar. Um, One thing we haven't mentioned is obviously from our point of view as fans, the knock-on effect on the football club from the playing side. Now, I very, very much think Ten Hag planned in based on the discussions he would have had with his with his bosses for Greenwood to come back. Based on what what they would have dis- discussed internally, this this is where what we're leaning towards. Okay, okay. So for sign Rasmus Hoyland, I've got Marcus Rashford, Martial, and the, uh, potentially Mason Greenwood coming back. Now, those plans are massively in the air. Now, you can see from our first two performances, we need a fucking centre forward and we need one yesterday. How is Rasmus Hoyland going to hit the ground running? Now, he won't be happy with this. Now, this is a problem he's he's inherited. Who, Ten Hag? Yeah, yeah Ten Hag. I'll, I'll be honest, I, it's, I didn't like the fact really that he... You know, Ten, Ten Hag says he calls the shots, right? And he says that the you know, decisions are always part of him. It wouldn't have reached. It wouldn't have reached the point where Mason Greenwood was going to come back into the team. Let's be honest. Yeah, but the, unless unless Ten Hag said it would, he would be uh, right with it. The problem I've got, Sam, is that is that United haven't made a decision on this. They've pussyfooted no, they around. They've, they've, they've managed to release like five, six hundred words. It's a bit like old Boris writing pro Brexit and anti Brexit columns, and then just publishing the one that seemed to have the most momentum behind it at the last minute. You know what I mean? That's what they've done. They've not they've not stood exactly up and been again and said, "Listen, listen. We know that there's fan backlash, but we've we've got information. We support him. We're going to look after him and his family. 
we're welcoming him back, we're going to ease him back in, and then you might find out more later. That's possibly what they could and should have done. Instead, they've just pussyfooted around, tried to get someone else to make the decision for them, and ultimately that's where we're at. And do you, do you feel that that's exactly what's happened here? Like the decision hasn't been made by them, it's been made by the public backlash. Do you think that's what really has changed it? Yeah. Do you think oh, that's yeah, hundred no, like. percent. That, but that mate, that is that is um naivety on a grand scale to not predict that. Surely. But this is how badly our football club is run. Yeah. This is the, what more can you, you say just, about? No. This is just another example of if you just put all the goings on of the last 10 years into a melting pot and this is just the icing on the cherry on the cake, whatever you want to call it. Now, Probably, probably not the cherry <laughs> on the cake. Yeah. Well, yeah. You're, <laughs> no, in terms of the, the cake you don't want, nobody fucking wants to eat. How they, how <laughs> it's the, the shit fucking cake, shit at the bottom of the puddle that you stepped in. Um, yeah, it's just... Another thing, another thing just to add to that, and it all just culminates from leadership at the top. Well, I'm not go, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to go into Gary Neville's, but it's yeah, yeah. It, you can bet your bottom dollar. I was thinking about this earlier. Imagine this happening under Alex Ferguson's tenure. I don't think you, first of all, he would have got this far in terms of them with a relationship, because um, from if you believe what. Um, what what going around the mill that there was um instances of between their relationship which the club were um were knowledgeable of which yeah, they yeah. knew of and they helped bury which kind of further complicated how they they treated because were they culpable um in hiding the the story in the first place um but if Sir Alex Ferguson was still around you still you go back to it and I don't think you would have got this far. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, right. there, was the, the, there, was, there was internet in Iceland, wasn't there? There were rumours a few weeks later that, about something else that got brushed under the carpet, and then this happened. And uh, I mean, because like, if that happened, Mason Green, what happened with England, when you always used to hear, I think Gary Neville saying, or someone was saying, when has something happened when they went away in international duty, and they came back and Fergie gave him a fucking bollock. And I say, even when you're away in international duty, you are still representing Manchester United Football Club. And had that, when that issue with, for instance, with Folden happened, that would have resonated with him. Shit. Well, Fergie would, got... would have been around there for fucking cups of tea unannounced, wouldn't he? Yeah. Like, that's yeah, just, yeah. that's what he would have done. But uh, we're not that club anymore, yeah. unfortunately. There's a, there's a, another United podcast called uh, No Question About That, one of the old school ones. Um, and uh, they, they put out a little comment on Twitter I wanted to read out. So I think it kind of sums up where I stand with kind of what those two statements said. It says that we couldn't get the evidence, but have some evidence that we won't show that proves it was only a mistake, even though we won't go into what it says or what it was, we won't say anything about it. And we're completely changing our minds less than a week after making a decision that took us six months. That's pretty yeah. much that. That pretty much yeah, sums that's, up. That's exactly right. Like it was, it was really well worded, and it's kind of a hard thing to explain. But somehow, Man United have managed to release an official statement, and Richard yeah. Arnold has managed to release a six hundred word letter to the fans without really saying much. I mean, without look, really truly making the decision. If they are privy to evidence that not necessarily clears him, but that, like I said, lessens lessens the severity of it, then 
they've just been extremely weak in 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 not trusting that and and in sort of buckling to public pressure from from voices like ours. And I think that the trouble is none of us none of us have, sorry and I think we probably not no. want to move on don't we but none none of us none, none of us know this extra stuff. We're trying to base our opinion based on Do you think we ever will? Probably, yeah, prob- probably we will. Yeah, we probably will. I mean surely if that if surely if that was going to be released it I mean why would that take six months to come i'm presuming it's going to be to do with anonymity and to do with anything else to, of that nature there will be there will at some point be a sit down interview with him like a hundred percent just who knows when that'll be thing is it's it's not him that the interview needs to be with is her because he, he can he still um incriminate himself to an extent yeah we thought yeah he yeah he obviously he can but if 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 they're talking about how, well, I don't know actually. It, you, I, I think that they need to speak together, don't they? Like they need to come out as a unified as a unified team. But the only, the only other thing is that people like us in in sort of the media and then you know sort of commentators, pundits like us, whatever. There's a really only one position <laughs> like us. They're, well, whatever. What are, we? what are we? What are we? We're sort of media. What are we? I don't even know. Yeah, mate. We can we can put ourselves in a media game. Yeah, so. There is only really one position you can take, you know, and without without hanging yourself out there, you can't sit here and say that he did that. We should, you know, he's a young lad, made a mistake. You know, we should do, we should, we should welcome him back. We should help him, blah blah blah. blah because the way that recording sounds is so bad, you know, that that it just leaves you exposed for for all sorts of uh, attacks. So we have to we have to go on face value on what we heard and what we saw. So. I do hope that one day we get we get more information and, and more clarity. But uh, to sort of round up, round up, round up that conversation. To um, continue what we were saying there about the bad leadership. Um, two points I want to say. Number one is that's now if if you're right, and I've, I I think you probably are. To be fair, the, the the public opinion and the and the the overwhelming scale of it took United's leadership by surprise, and they U-turned. So that's three things now. I think that United fans have been directly involved in forcing our club to not do. Number one was the Super League. Number two was signing on out of it. Remember that? Um, and then number three is this now. Mason Green. <laughs> no, I don't think we could. <laughs> number three is this Mason Greenwood situation. So it does go to show that there is some power in fan voice. It's just unfortunate for us that no matter how loud we shout or how loud we scream, we can't get rid of the fucking Glazers. Uh, because they're just totally ignorant to any sort of, they just have this ability to block everything out. Yeah, whether it's um, whether it's shambles like this Greenwood situation or the shambles that we saw on Saturday, um, none of that will change. Not none of that will really change until we get rid of the Glazers, and that's the sad truth of it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so and then to finish on what Gary Neville said, he says, look, they got. He says, yes, I think they made the right decision. It was clear from day one. It was for me anyway. To me and everyone who saw what was released, that he would never play again for Manchester United. They got there, but I would say the process to get there was pretty horrific. I think when you have important and difficult situations like this, it requires strong and authoritative leadership. And it comes from the very top. And Manchester United do not have that. And you just have to agree with that. Because if there was an authoritative voice at the very top that was very clear immediately, that would have trickled down. And they are known notoriously for not doing that, for leaving things indecisively. And that's pretty much how this whole thing has played out. I personally think this is the end of it. Uh, I don't think he's going to play for the club again. 
I don't. I don't think it's the end of this. I think it's the end of Mason Greenwood, Manchester United's number eleven. I think that's done and dusted. I, th- I think. And look, I wouldn't. I, I'm not going to say that I don't want him to go and enjoy his football elsewhere because fine, go and do that. Just not Manchester United. Uh, I just there's something in how it's been worded, and I think based on both statements, like I said, look, the war they had a um, duty to he obviously. His his safeguarding, um, and he's even said like we worked mutually with the club, and we we all agree that it's best for me to kind of go my way. Um, a part and he said a part of me will always be united, and it it just doesn't sound cutthroat. Like yep, it's happening, it's done. We've severed ties. Greenwood, this is what he says. I want to start by saying I understand that people will judge me because of what they have seen and heard on social media, and I know people will think the worst. I was brought up to know that violence or abuse in any relationship is wrong. I did not do the things I was accused of, and in February I was cleared of all charges. However, I fully accept we're I'm cleared. Made- wasn't cleared. But, but it wasn't charges cleared. Were dropped. Cases were dropped. Yeah. Um, however, I fully accept I made mistakes. And I take my share of responsibility for the situations which led to the social media posts. Oh my god, he's calling it social media posts. Like, yeah, that's really I'm, fucking skirting around it, isn't it? I'm I'm learning to understand my responsibility to set a good example as a professional footballer, and I'm focused on the big responsibility of being a father as well as a good partner. Today's decision has been part of a collaborative process with United, my family, and me. The best decision for us all is for me to continue my football career away from Old Trafford where my presence will not be a distraction for the club. I thank the club for their support since I joined age seven. They will always be part of me, which is United. I'm enormously grateful to my family and my loved ones for their support. And it is now for me to repay those who around me that, that sorry, repay the trust those around me have shown. I intend to be a better footballer, but most importantly, a good father, better person, and to use my talents in a positive way on and off the pitch. Interesting. I mean, yeah. I think, yeah, really, really carefully worded, right? And not a single mention yeah, of his partner, not a single mention of apologies to my he, partner. He, but he can't, he can't identify yeah, but, her. But, but, yeah, he can't yeah, say I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, but he can't say I didn't do anything wrong. I was clear of all charges and I'm apologising for doing no, that. No, but apolog- just, you know, or instead of saying, just saying a good father, a good partner or, you know, if you, whatever. They're not married, are they? But oh, I, I don't know. know. I don't know. I mean, I was seeing on, uh, I think it was listening to Talk Sport, and someone called in saying there's like, there's no mention on either statement, United's or his, of um, the battle against domestic crime against women. It's like, it's an easy win, isn't it? Like, Manchester United stand against domestic, all, all kinds of domestic violence. Yeah, but that that leads to an insinuation of that they're, 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 yeah. they're, 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 uh, yeah. they are clear, they are. Obviously, all statements are devoid of any sort of semi-detail that links anything to anybody. <laughs> yeah. You can make, you can make, you can do good things for fucking anti-woman-beating charities without it implicating Greenwood. Like you, they're mutually exclusive. We should probably yeah. do nice things for but, charities but as a big, saying, well, big club. People said, "Well, on one hand, you're saying he hasn't done it; on the other hand, you're saying um, no, it you doesn't, <laughs> doesn't have to be related." Doesn't have to be related. The implication oh, well. is that violence was made against uh, a woman, right? Yes, that That's is it. the implication. Well, anyway, his loss. fucking hell. Certainly is Let's his get loss. down to the real depressing stuff. 
Yeah, let's uh, cheer everyone up. Speaking about the Spurs game, <clears throat> look, right, we'll we'll leave the Greenwood conversation there, and I don't think we need to pick it up again. Um, uh-huh. Maybe let's see if anything goes around. I don't think he'll kick ball for a club again, and I, and I, let's see if that more if that maybe if that more evidence comes out, we'll have a, we'll have a chat. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. The United People's Podcast. Let's move on to the Spurs game. Um, as, you, as you said, it, I'm sure to cheer everyone up. It was, a, it was a game of two halves. That's how football works. 45 minutes each. First half was like so many games. I, I can't even tell you how many games last season where United had really good chances. United had clear-cut chances and we didn't take them and we got punished for it because in the second half, Spurs got an early goal and then from then on, it was... That was that second half was the worst forty five minutes of the of the first two games for sure. But if you're looking at the in the first game against Wolves, I'd say we were crap for like seventy five to eighty minutes and we won the game. That game against Spurs, thought it was a pretty even first half. Thought it was pretty good actually, and then just got obliterated two nil. Um, what's your main concern or worry from that performance, Bal? This is the the first time. I'm calling the manager out, uh, right. n- not in terms of his job or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms of his team selection, the tactics, how we set up, it was just slapstick football. There was Spurs. You expect that from their it's Spurs. They'll they'll happily just ride their luck and get a goal or two um, on the break and get a win, um, but. In a game like that, the players we had out on the pitch, just try and maintain a level of control. You never once saw, okay, well, let's just slow the game down for 10 minutes. Let's just keep the ball. We always said it, and I said it again on Saturday, only United missed chances like we missed, like the Bruno chance, the Rashford chance, whether he was, on, whether he was onside or offside, I, I don't know. The penalty swings and roundabouts, as I said last week. With what do you mean swings call. and roundabouts? That is a penalty. As it was last week. Oh, well. So, yeah, that's a debate. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, 100% agree. It's just, it, again, it's not that specific incident. It's the the lack of um, consistency you get. And you've not heard a single... They didn't single, even talk like, about it like, half time. Yeah, didn't, yeah, didn't like, even talk about it, yeah. Like Dermot, but, Dermot Gallagher was on Sky Sports going, yeah, it's definitely not a penalty. Yeah, it's completely the right decision. Yeah, that's it. But, 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 going, back, but going back to the team, it's like, the, the I, I said to, alluded to it last week, it's the midfield. The, there's the total lack of balance. It's Bruno, Casemiro, Mount in this doesn't setup work. doesn't work. 
doesn't work. Now, you're, if this is a cry to the board, I need another number six to sit next to Casemiro, you're going about it the fucking wrong way in terms of dropping points. No, he's not, mate, he's not doing that. He's not doing that. He's like, this, I've, I've said that this was, was going to be the switch that Ten Hag made this season, and it's, he's done the exact exactly what I thought he would. But I don't think he expected... I think he probably expected more of Casemiro, I'll be honest, in, in, ter- in terms of covering that space so that Bruno and Mount could be those aggressive number eights. But because Mason Mount's off-the-ball work is all right, on the ball he's been a bit he's been pretty crap so far. Bruno has been all right, but no one's been firing in midfield. No one's been, I think we've created six this this will make you cry. Brighton have created nine big chances in the league so far this year and they've scored eight goals. Newcastle, they've cre- they've they've created um eight big chances and they've scored five goals. United have created six big chances, the third best in the league, and we scored one goal. Like our conversion is it's not really the the chance creation is there, but it's well, just fucking awful. It's fucking Groundhog Day, isn't it? Just like last season, you know, we start off games well, we get chances, we don't nick the goals, and then from there it's predictable. You just know what's going to happen. You know we're going to come out slow after half time. I completely agree with you, Bal. Fingers need to be pointed at the manager. It's it's now bleeding into a second season that that sort of pattern of game happens. But I've got to say. Even the bigger, bigger worry, I think, than that is that two, the first two games of the season, we've been outmatched physically, completely outmatched. Yeah. The first How two games in, in midfield. No, it's not that. It's just natural power and strength. In, in, in the middle of the park, we've got whatever. It, it, look, it, I know it's, it's funny. I know it's a funny cliche that, that I've been saying that for years, but it is fucking true. First two <laughs> games, we've got Casemiro, who's ancient, who, Honestly, he's he's so immobile. He's so immo- not not ancient, but so immobile that he looks like he's fucking going backwards half but, the time. But he wasn't six. He wasn't six months ago. Well, he was though. We 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 were getting beat on the counter attack, but we had Fred and we had McTominay in, in in those games. Like we don't have that anymore. And we've got we've got Mount we, who can't run, and we've got Bruno who who can't run. So it's a real can't run. Bruno Mount can run. You no, they dope. can't. Not like not like these midfield players that we're up against. Not like, but I mean, not but like the likes of the guys Chelsea have got and who Wolves had the first game of the season. Cunha, not like them. But did you see Wolves on Saturday? Yeah. What was the score? They were fucking they shit. Lost, lost four one. <laughs> so, but things like okay, fine. You got your midfield conundrum. Yes, you got Rasmus Hoyland injured. Your your striker. I feel but, sorry for him. By that's the way. ridiculous, but, as well, that, isn't it? I mean, but, that's but, ridiculous. But, 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 yeah, we spent our fucking. We spent all of our budget on a, a Chelsea reject and a guy who's injured. Like that's that I mean, is embarrassing. But, but it's like you know, Marcus Rashford can't play through the through the middle. You spent the vast majority of the preseason with Jaden Sancho at false nine. Yeah, yeah, and doesn't so, get doesn't get a so, chance up there. So, so why not do that? And then on the other that, fucking flank, that is where you, I I do agree with the question of the Ten Hag, like. It, mate, you look at you look at Rashford. I, I think people look into body language a bit too much, but you just look at Rashford through the middle, and he just doesn't he like it. He cannot play that position. Do you see? He, he doesn't he, like it. That thing he does where he gets the ball with his back to goal, and then like looks for contact and like looks to try and muscle someone when he just doesn't need to. He can just turn or hold it up. Marshall He's had what so, five minutes, and he held the ball up better he, in five minutes than Rashford did the whole game. He is so natural on the left wing, Rashford with the ball. I think he, he, I think we've got to play right. Marshall next week. No, play, make, play Sancho. What's the, that's what I mean. That's what, that's what Ten Hag got. Oh, Martial. I, I think I we've got to play Martial. As bad as, as, bad, as bad as it fucking is, 
And then on the other flank, you got the fucking Brazilian Chihuahua. He wants to fucking fight everyone, but can't bite anyone. It's like, oh, fucking, it's like... Oh, Another one who can't run, I mean, did, did, you know, Matt, You know, Matt's gone full full blow on Sancho. I'm going full blow, Anthony. I just I just don't see it. Everybody knows you're going to cut it. Like Ten Hag compared him to Robin. Mate, Robin was unplayable. Robin's pace was unplayable. Yeah. This guy, you, you, he never goes out on the outside. And then do, on the flip, flip side, you, you ain't got... Unless Dallo plays, no overlap, overlapping fullback. Also, though, back back when Robin was amazing, not every fullback was like a fucking hundred meter runner with an eight pack. Every fucking fullback now is an absolute unit. Like you got to have some to special be. burst to be able to get by them these days. And that's, uh, a, really, that's and, a really fair point. Yeah, why did he take off Wambasaka? I thought he was one of the only decent players. I think, was, games, just, I think I think I think it was more ch- chasing the game. Like we needed know, something going there's forward. There's no at that way point. that Dallo's any better on the ball than Wambasaka. Bow, are you really sitting there clipping your nails on a podcast? I can hear mic? it clicking as well. That's going to come mate, through what, in the audio. Mate, what are you doing, man? That's grim. This this guy this guy's this guy's podcast etiquette is fruit is absolutely <laughs> in the swamp. This bloke, <laughs> it's keep keeping it natural. <laughs> yeah, do it after you proper scummer. You, I still heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Last one. Last one. Oh my God, Toes this next. guy's got ADHD. He just can't keep his hands still. He's either got to have moose or clip his nails. Oh God, look, look, he's, like, do, look he's not my toes. Been dumb and dumb like the chainsaws. Oh have been mate, there. come on. Jeez. <laughs> That's one of the one of my favourite movies. You know what's ever. bad, right? Is, it, is this is such a bad environment? It might well not bad environment. This is the wrong sort of environment now to bring Hoyland into, right? He's a 20-year-old coming into the Premier League and we are gasping for goals. So there's going to be an expectation on him to hit the ground running straight away at 20 in the most difficult league in the world. And the scrutiny is going to be intense. I'd love us to go out and sign another striker in the next right, 10 I days. We, I think we have to. Do you reckon that's... We have to, yeah. well, when's, Hoyland, well, when's Hoyland back? Uh, Arsenal, but it might be Forrest. Mate. It, might, it might be Forrest. Well, because if you think of... Unless you've got Rasmus Hoyland, who else have you got? You're relying on Anthony Martial, who oh, was Central. reliable last season. Yeah, but if he's fit, it's at least an option. It's better than fucking the big but donkey we had last year. Fit, though, that's, I know, he's I know, never but fit, he though, is currently fit. He is currently fit. His little cameo against Spurs was better than what Rashford yeah. can offer up through the middle. Mm. I mean, like, Pelestri offered more yeah, yeah, in yeah. that oh, 15 tell you what. minutes... Fifteen minutes and Anthony did the whole game. Yeah, and I don't, th- I don't think that Pelistri's put in a bad performance in the United shirt so far. No. I think pretty much every time he comes on, whether it's but five it's minutes, the Garnacho issue. Like if you stick Pelistri in the starting lineup, he'll do nothing. You know, he wants to come on. It when may, he's tired it, it may well be that. It may well be that. But I, you've got to be starting Rashford on the left wing against Forest, man. Got to be. I think things are like, just you- as bad now as they were after two games last season. I know we've got three points, and yeah, last season we had none because it. Because if you think about it, we were talking about the transfer window about three weeks ago. There was a fucking lot of work to be done in this last 10 days. A lot, a lot. of work. Oh, a lot. We, thought, I, I, I was... we thought Maguire, we had a whole podcast about Maguire leaving for fuck's sake. Yeah. I mean, look, I understood I understood the logic of United turning down a 60 mil bid for McTominay and Maguire because they didn't think that was what they were worth. But we're reaching the point now where I said in my video today, I said, United have got a it's better to have 70% of something than 100% of nothing. And like the worst thing we could do, if we if, if Ten Hag doesn't want, doesn't want McTominay and he doesn't want Maguire, then take a lesser price for them, sell them, reinvest into someone that you actually do want because there's no point keeping them around. I mean, you, you've got them. someone like Eric Bailly doesn't have a squad number, isn't even training, and he's still fucking paid a wage. 
That's why we can't get rid of him. It's because of his wages. No one wants him. I think we might have to ship him out for free. It's it's fucking ridiculous, and it's oh, lads, things it, are fucking dire, dire. No, the, the, the this is just Ed Woodward's fucking plans coming home to roost. That's what no, it man, is. I'm, I'm, it will very well improve. Man, I'm, I'm not I'm not going to agree that it's dire. But if, if you dire. go after t- if you go after two games this season to last season, right? Two games last season, we just got spanked by Brentford, and that was when everyone was questioning whether Ten Hag could even manage his team, and that was the that was after the, the first preseason when it was all about fitness and all that shit, and then he turned it around. That was when we stopped playing long with De Gea. No, we started playing long with De Gea, and we started we put a few games together. It's a bit different this time. <laughs> oh no, no, be on for player of the season oh, again. Oh, oh, on another <laughs> point. <laughs> Last year we were crying out for a goalkeeper who could play with his feet, so we signed a goalkeeper who who could play with his feet, but our fucking centre offs take the goal kicks. You see that, like yeah, but that's just standard, they're not taking you know? it long, are they? They're just rolling. Yeah, it. That's that, that's quite standard in football, isn't it? No? Yeah, it is. Yeah. No, no, but I, I would say, why wouldn't Anana have the ball? Have his two centre halves either side of him? Because there's some because there's some analytical benefit to them playing it to. Yeah, him. that's why. Yeah, sorry, Bal. Well, probably so that it's probably so that when the goalie gets it centrally, he's able to dribble slightly with it rather than it being a stationary ball. I bet that's probably why. But I thought he was brilliant, though, with the ball at his feet. And he kept it, you know, he, all the saves he was supposed to make. He, he doesn't look like he he's, speaks a really, like he's dodgy. He speaks uh, a good game as well, doesn't he? He speaks a really good game. Yeah. Like what he says after the game, like it's, it doesn't sound forced. I, I really it felt sounds... like him and Wambasaka were really the only fucking bright points. Mate, what, the, the, it won't work with him properly until we have somebody like Amrabat, somebody who will be dropping deep to receive the ball and be that foot. Because it, it on against Spurs, it kept going to Wambasaka down the line to Anthony, and if Anthony could get the flick, we didn't really play through the middle at all against Spurs, at all, the whole game, even when we played well, it was all down the wings. And that's because no, because Casemiro wasn't dropping deep I enough thought, I thought to they played the it out from the back all right. It's just that when it got to Rashford, it, that was it. it, it no, but, uh, yeah, but we didn't play through the middle is my point. When we played it out from the back, it was through Wan-Bissaka who dinked it inside. Yeah, that might be, a, it was down, that might it was be down just the to flank. do with the way that Spurs were pressing though, up the middle. Uh, maybe, maybe. Look, look Spurs Casemiro. were probably... Slightly better than I thought. I thought Madison was fantastic. Um, I'll, give him, I'll give him credit. I thought Basuma was fantastic. Uh, that Then midfield just wanted it more. Um, I would I would expect there to be a reaction against Forrest. Tell me like, why we can't would... sign someone like Basuma. How much did he cost? Six, proper energy. Ten. Proper energy. Proper legs. Obviously, he's not got quite the quality. Oh, mate, look, but... mate, we can easily, in this, these next 10 days, right, is Man United can sell McTominay for 30 mil and sign Amrabat on, for less than 30 mil and get Gravenberch on loan from Bayern Munich to nah, really I don't not, want that fucking no mate, loan from Bayern fuck, fuck off no, mate, yeah, yeah. I can tell Sam lives on the internet all day yeah. no mate but that, no, yeah because I'm fucking telling you the logical truth it's on loan yeah but that, mate, that's how a lot of dip, mate. Mate, I, around I, think, I don't think he, I don't think he's going to go so balls deep because I Why, think he's I think he's going to give Colby Maynew his, his chances mate Colby Maynew's not going to be a number 6 for United he's going to be a number 8 he'll play further forward Get me someone who can run a 400 metres in under a minute and slam dunk a basketball. That's all I'm asking for. <laughs> <laughs> so the villain from Space Jam. You want yeah, that? that's <laughs> all I'm asking for. They don't even have to be able to kick the football. <laughs> I, 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 I do echo Alex's point though. You fucking look up players like Basuma and like, like now because Kaiseido, yeah, it's like fucking hell. They always seem to end up elsewhere and we always get the duds. Yeah. yeah, well, in the summer where Declan Rice and Moises Caicedo both moved and moved inside the Premier League, we didn't sign either of them. We don't. Yeah, they were both overpriced, but we don't. We don't seem to look to like 
you know, Africa for signings ever. We don't look at African players. We we don't look for Middle Eastern players. It's always it's Gem always Gemba. England or it's always some Galactico yeah. from Spain. I've literally just explained to you that Amrabat could be. Yeah, I, I, yeah, where is he though? I mean, you know, <laughs> well, he's currently in Fiorentina. I'll t- I tell you what, I would absolutely love it, love it if we sign Amrabat. How about that? <laughs> I would love it as well. He looks legitimately perfect, but oh, fuck knows. Like Forrest, what what sort of what changes are you making to that team against Forest, and what prediction would you have off the back of that? Uh, taking Garnacho out, I'd take Anthony out. So I'd, I'd put Rashford on the left. Would you change the whole so, front three then? I'd put Rashford on the left. I'd either go Sancho or Martial through the middle, and then I'd put Pilist- I'd start Pilistri. This will never ever happen. What you no, just no, said. No, he's asking. He's asking me. Yeah, what no, I, would, no, I know. I would do. I'm just saying. Like it's a, it's a bit like. It's a bit like back in the day when we had, when we had uh, oh was it was it like Jose where we had a certain formation that everyone was desperate to see and he wouldn't play it and then one day he played it and we got like dicked before the game everyone, <laughs> everyone was like yeah finally finally he's playing and whatever it was uh, I, I think he's playing I, the four four two diamond I, wanna, I think Ooh! I think I want to see Marshall through the middle Rashford on the left and Sancho on the right I think that's probably what I'd go for that's pretty nice actually to be fair I th- I think I. <sighs> I've been stunned by Martial too many times. He's got to play. I want to see, I want to see Sancho through the middle. I think Sancho through the middle. Rashford Fred just on the left scored, and by the way. Right. Fred's just rattled in, rattled in a one to goal. <laughs> His name is Fred Rodriguez. Number seventeen. <laughs> uh, uh, if you don't laugh, Sorry, you cry. Man. That's hilarious, man. That is hilarious. I, what do? Do you think we're gonna beat Forest comfortably? No. Get rid of a, a bit of the. Bit of the worries. They're, they're, gonna they're be another a... team packed full of hashtag athletes. You're going to see. Mate, they're going to be fucking are we, are we, screaming are put, through the middle. Are we putting 20 quid on Anthony Langer to score? Oh, fuck. He is uh, rapid as well, isn't he? Rhythm is a dancer. No, you're not saying that anymore. Anthony yeah, no. Langer. Uh, uh, I think we'll probably, probably win, but it'll be, it'll be touch and go. There'll be some good saves and last minute defending and shit. I, I mean, on, on the on the thing he saves, how I mean, um, Onana first off his distribution. Yeah, I really like, enjoyed that. that. It's suddenly if you get some, if you become cutthroat with your ball and you become ruthless, that's like having another. It's like a basically like a what NFL terms your your quarterback, isn't it? Yeah, it's an ex, it's an extra midfielder. Yeah, he's that good. Well, it's it's like when you when the quarterback can run and you don't have to have that. You don't have to fake. What, to are you going to do, gonna do a little, a little Onana sneak? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jalen hurts. Yeah, I think, hey, uh, I think, I think we'll win two uh, nil, Sam. But I think it'll be, it'll be like the second goal will be in like the eighty eighth minute or something. Well, I hope it's a convincing win. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to go anywhere near as far as saying it's dire. But I think, I think the probably the biggest concerns I've got are the fitness, which you've mentioned, uh, and and the actual. The physicality of it is both of those two things. We just had a full preseason, man, like eight games. There's no excuse for that. Number we've two, we've got a little boat, like boat, load of little midgets in the team. Like, no, but, no, but, no. Yeah, I suppose it's not particularly What do you strong. make of this uh, Varane to Saudi? Uh, probably noise. And if it isn't noise... Oh, yeah, he's he's actually been probably our best player the first two weeks of the season, I'd say. But, you know, it, it makes sense for next summer, though, in a sense that, you know what, you, you get you still get really good, you still get really good money for him. Mate, you still get 30, 40 million easy. Look at the, they just paid 40 million pounds for Fabinho. Yeah. yeah, easy, easy 30, 40 million, but not this summer. Not this summer. 
We haven't, we haven't got the ability Brain to... Brain um, needs to, needs to make, bring home 21. What's going on there? What are you looking at? Oh, piss off. What's going on? Mike Mike McGrath Mike McGrath is a pretty decent uh, telegraph so decent journalist for the Telegraph. Sheffield United are in talks over a deal for Pellistri to join them on a season long loan. Can't they take Maguire? He'd be well, maybe he'd, he, he'd be ideal there. Maybe he will start on Saturday then. <laughs> isn't that where he came, isn't that where Maguire came yeah, from? Yeah, it's where he started, wasn't it? Yeah, come on, that mate, that's that's a lovely story. Yeah, you can have Pellistri if you take Maguire or Leicester. Would you would you do it? Would you would you would you take that? Would you allow Pellistri to leave yeah, on loan if Maguire went too right? As long as we get decent money from Maguire, I think you know what. Oh, I think I might stick McTominay in the middle. This uh, on, is it Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. Yeah, it's Saturday at three. But obviously, we know that Ten Hag's not going to do that. So no, he wouldn't. Uh, otherwise, we would have done it by now. I've got a video of Fred's Fred's goal here. Oh, is it good? it's right footed as well. Volley, <laughs> right footed volley. <laughs> <laughs> oh brilliant uh, well if you don't laugh you cry I'm going to go watch that after this let's end the podcast so I can go watch that goal and just cry in a corner but look cry um, in a corner he's going to cry in a corner uh, well that was not an easy podcast with the Greenwood conversation it's not ever been an easy conversation really uh, I don't particularly think the conversation's finished or the story's finished I hope that his story as a United player is finished um, maybe my maybe my point will change my opinion will change sorry with this new evidence that is apparently strong enough but not strong enough for us to see confusing confusion everywhere we spoke about Spurs we spoke about Forest, and we'll be back on Friday I think the next episode will be so if you did enjoy it thank you very much um, drop a little five star review and we'll see you next time this is a United People's TV and Listening Dog Media production Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.